The question becomes, how do you recruit top talent from local schools? Well, stick around for today's podcast. That's what we're talking about. Let's do it. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. What's going on, guys? It's Jason and Doug. What's going on, Doug? Uh, not much, man. Just hanging out. <laughs> Just hanging out. Just hanging out, shooting a podcast. We're not out. doing anything. Uh, by okay. the way, I didn't wear my hat today. I hope you're okay. I went hatless for podcasts today. I hope that's okay. Um, but uh, glad to have you on. I, I think this is the hot topic. Number one topic that's existing right now in the salon spa space is how do I recruit? How do I hire people? How can I find team members that will stick with me long-term? And I know, Doug, we talk about this all the time. We've done so many trainings on hiring and on, on building your team. And one of the things that often comes up is what are the relationships with local beauty schools? How do you go and recruit from local beauty schools? And I think there's like there's probably a list of like five big mistakes uh, that people make when they go to beauty schools. And then probably I would say, I think that the other thing is, is the, the mistake in how people hire in general that sets us up for this. I think is what I'd like to talk about today. Is that cool? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think one of the big mistakes I see people do on a regular basis is they, um, and I'm talking hiring in general, is when they go to hire, and this is how we'll get to beauty schools today, is when they go to hire, what they're trying to do is they're trying to hire somebody who's already talented, who's uh, perfect at what they do, like they have no issues, no drama, no anything, and a full book of business that they can bring with them to the salon. So they've hired that quote unquote perfect person that their salon needs in order to uh, grow their salon company. They're like, hey, can you just send me 10 people who have a full book of business, no drama, no issues, and they exactly match the, the, uh, the ethos and the culture of our team. Where are those people? Can you just please send them in? Uh, I need 25 of those by next week. Uh, unicorn hunting. Yeah, yeah, unicorn hunting. Yeah, and I think and I think that's a problem because it's not really the way that it works. And so, Doug, you are a big proponent of this because I've seen you do it over and over again. We teach it in the academy is instead of trying to like buy or bribe or bring in somebody that is already perfect, you're a big fan of creating and molding people into the right players that you want to have on your salon team. Just talk about that for a second, because then that's going to get us into schools. Yeah, I mean, I think you do a lot better finding somebody that, that you can out coming out of school and finding that right person out of school, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah, uh, but I think it, as opposed to having that person that it's already been out in the world, I mean, we really won't hire anybody that's been in the well, uh, asterisks. Unless they're moved here from out of town. I mean, if they if yeah. they move here from out of town and yeah, they, they seem to be, we'll give them a shot. But a local person, um, you know, it just it just we we found that it ends up bringing more drama into it. I mean, sometimes that interview mm -hmm. well, and, and a month or two into it, be much better bringing someone from the school, putting them in our training program, and then creating them the way that we want them to help them be as successful as possible and yeah. fit in our culture. Uh, but the trick to it is, is you've got to be able to find those people in the schools. You can't, um, and that's what we're talking about, the, the consistency thing. I think the big, you know, people that get the comfortable, it's like, I've got plenty of people and then things happen. I mean, I don't know about other salons, but our salon, uh, three people get pregnant at a time. There's never one. Uh, it's always three. 
so you know, yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you, know, you, you can end up where there's there's you holes. need three stylists and you're, you can't figure right. it out or, or you know someone moves i mean you never know what's going to come up uh and you need you need to fill those spots yeah uh, and then you, uh, you call the school in a panic hey oh uh, judy you're that person now uh, hey look this we're over <laughs> yeah. here we need we need a, a person that fits this da, 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 da. Right. who can you send us um, and, right. that and they, call, they call out a desperation, right? I mean, I think right. that, that really, and if we, if we get into that, cause thank you, Doug, for setting that up is, is I want to get into these mistakes, but that becomes the problem, right? Is if, is you want people from a school, but like you said, you have three people going on maternity leave and mistake number one is calling the school in a panic only when you need people, right? That that's mistake number that one that people make when recruiting from local schools, hundred percent. Because we work with uh, a lot of a lot of the people in our academy uh, also own schools, uh, and again they say, say it's one of the most irritating things they have. It's like somebody they haven't <laughs> heard, have reached out, tried to connect with the salons before to get them to participate in things or help out with stuff at the school. <clears throat> Never want to talk to them until all of a sudden I need somebody, right. and then it's like you're here to serve me, school. So you need to find me some people. I would like what out some people. Damn it. Uh, I need five applications of perfect people by the end of the week, if that's at all possible. And yeah. I mean, that it's just, it's not the way that's going to, to get you there. I think that that is by far one of the uh, big right. mistakes. Right. So they, yeah. I mean, go, go ahead. Say. Yeah, so, Sorry. So one of the other ones that, that people do that I know that salon owners don't particularly care for is the say, well, owners. I want, I want to build a relationship with the school. So I'm going to go teach something at the school. Uh, and so you call up the school and say, Hey, I'm willing, you're so lucky, I'm willing to want to teach something at your school. Yeah. Uh, what would you like me, wonderful salon owner or one of my team members to come teach for you? And it's like, that there again, you're, you're putting the work on the, the owner of the school or the director of the school. And so there's a little bit of a twist on that and say, hey, I've got this really uh, great thing that I think will add a lot of value to your students. This is what it is. Is that something that you would like us to bring to your school? So now mm. then all they have to just say, yeah, that sounds interesting. Love you have to do it. Instead of like figure out what they want and what you do, and, and you're putting all the work on the school owner or director instead of you coming with a package and say, hey, this is something that we've done. This is something I think would add a lot of value to your students. We'd love to be able to get in front of them and present this uh, for you. And on yeah. that note too, when you're going in and you're doing that, you got to make sure that you it's a, it's a subtle art of selling your school without selling, or selling your salon without right. selling your salon. Well, and that, that becomes mistake number three, right? Is mistake number three is you go in selling your salon hard. Yep. Right? When you do actually turns, It turns people off and they, they're going to quit listening to you. Students are going to quit listening to you and they're going to be like, oh, I was just in a sales pitch. But right. I didn't learn anything. I was in a sales pitch because you shut them down. Because yeah. It's fine to talk about, you know, how things should be and talk about salons in general. And you can mention, and by the way, that's one of the things we do at our salon. So, right. you know, this is what you're looking for. This is what's good. But talk about in general, and you can casually say, you know, by the way, that's what we do at our salon. And what you're wanting to do, in my yeah. opinion, is at the end of whatever that class is, have people come up that want to know more information. I think sometimes people make the mistake of wanting to, you know, vomit all the stuff about their salon <laughs> in their class. Yeah. And no one's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then, you know, try to walk out the door because like, oh, this person's right. chasing after you. It's like, uh, and we were talking to somebody a while back about the difference between being the chaser and being chased. Yeah. Um, you know, you, when you go into salon, you don't want to be the chaser because you're going to chase everybody off. What you want to do is make it where they're all chasing you. 
Uh, so that's, yeah. that twist on it makes a huge <clears throat> difference. And there's some other things we're going to talk about here in a minute that, that make a big difference in the way that you introduce yourself into the school situation. Yeah. So let, let's, I just want to recap on the three things we covered so far. So number one is you call the salon in a panic only when you need staff and you've built no relationship, right? Like that, that is mistake. Number one is you just call. And, I, and by the way, I'm guilty of that. Can I just say when I used to hire interns on for our company is like, you know, I would have an intern, no big deal. But then if I didn't have an intern, I'd call the school and be like, Hey, by the way, who do you got for me? And they'd always send me like the worst referrals because we had zero relationship outside of that. I had to learn that like, look, if I want to continue to get interns, I'm going to need to maintain a relationship with that school or with that, you know, that organization in order to make people happen. So we, we talked about, and we'll, and we'll talk about in the podcast today, how do you maintain those relationships? Then the second mistake was, um, making the school do all the work, calling and saying, Hey, what do you need to teach? I'm really good at teaching anything. What do you have for me to teach? And I love what you said about that, Doug. It's like, have a couple of things lined up that you want to teach. And it kind of marries into this next point. You know, when you have a couple of things lined up to teach and say, hey, I can come in and teach. And this would, I'm going to give you some titles, okay? Steal away, steal these titles. Is uh, the five questions you need to ask any salon before you go to work for them. That's an amazing class, right? Five things you need to ask any salon before you go to work for them. So here's why this is a, a benefit. I want you to hear this because that question will set you up for the mistake number three, which is not selling your salon too hard. So here's the subtle art of selling as you go into that salon or as you go into that school. If you walk in the door in school and go, hey, I'd you know, I know you guys have a bunch of new students graduating. Um, I'd love to teach them the five questions they need, to, they need to know about a salon before they walk in the door, the five questions they need to ask, and I'd love to be able to chat with them. So you go in, you teach this class, and you go, hey, here's the five things, and I'll, I'll make them up. But the five, you know, five things you need to ask are, um, you know, what type of education program do you have? How do you help train associates on the floor? Um, you know, what type of person are you looking for? And you give them a couple questions. And as you teach them this process over the course of an hour, whatever the class is, you can say, well, look, here's what I would ask. And here's how we would answer that question inside of our salon. And so what you're doing is you're actually teaching them how to look for your salon. Does that make sense? It's like, well, in our salon, we have an education plan and we make sure that we uh, provide, you know, continuing education for this and this and this. Instead of going in and just saying, well, at our salon, we teach this and this and this and this and this. So you're actually teaching them what to look for. And by teaching them what to look for, you're actually teaching them, at least for those that are interested in working for you, how to find your salon. And what'll happen is this, is at the end of that class to say five things of what to look for, people are gonna go, wow, it sounds like it'd be really amazing to work at your salon. Hey, Doug, um, I know you just taught that class on five things to look for. Um, what does it take to apply to work at your salon and how does that whole process work? Because I, I might be interested in, in checking you guys out in the future. And instead of them, you calling them in a panic and worried about like, who do they have? They're now wanting to audition to come and work at your mm -hmm. salon because you've been seen as an authority. You give them a tool that works. And this is really important. That tool works without them coming to your salon. It's like, hey, at any salon, they should have a continuing education plan. They should have a comp strategy. They should have, a, you know, they have all this list of criteria. And that's what you're looking for in a really good salon. Here's what we happen to do. If we'd be a good fit, please let me know. So do you notice how that's like a subtle sale? And by the way, do me a favor, guys, in the chat, if you're learning a lot right now, say learning. And if you like this idea of this subtle positioning that gets people to audition, do me a favor, write subtle or audition in the chat because you don't need to go into a salon or going to a school, I keep saying school and salon interchangeable. You don't need to go into a school and pitch yourself hard. Our salon is the best to work at in town because of blah, 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 blah. Teach them something useful. 
give the school something useful. And as a byproduct of you educating them, they will want to work with you. Does that make sense, Doug? Yeah, I think so. One of the things like it's, it's like a deflection cell. So where you're trying to say, look, these are things that there's several salons in this area, not a whole right. lot, but you totally. want to make sure you're you make sure you're picking the right one. You're not you're not uh, saying uh, we're the only one that does right. this. I can probably think of you know five salons that do something similar to this, and you need to find out which one of those is going to be a good fit for you. So totally. you're you're selling the whole you're selling the idea of the way you've got your setup and saying yes, other ones, you know. I, we, we can't hire everybody. So there are, but we do want you to be the one that's going to set you up to give you the most success. So if you right. watch how it is, like, you know, we can't hire you. We may not be able to hire you. And so there again, I'm turning myself into the one being chased instead of the one yep. chasing. So, so good. Make, make sure you flip that around. So that they're like, Oh, you want them coming to you, not feeling like you're chasing them down the road. Yeah. So uh, I, we got to take a break in just a second. I want to say one more thing before we go to the break about um, this idea of asking these questions. And I love what you said, Doug, about the deflecting. You know, we do that a lot. And like, you, I'll, I'll say it right now, and I genuinely mean it. This is not a sales tactic. This is like, look, at the High Performance Salon Academy, we help a lot of different salon owners to grow, but we're not perfect for everybody. Like, can I just be really clear? And Doug, you know this. We have clients that we know we're not good for. Like we just know if they come in our world, it's like oil and water and we should walk the other way. But we're right for a lot of different clients. And so you, we just encourage you to find some coaching, some help, some support and get some help with your salon because if you're just doing it on your own, that is a bigger problem than getting no help at all. So notice, even as I'm saying that, I, I, and I genuinely mean it, is like we're not perfect for everybody. And if we are the right fit, call us. If, if somebody else is the right fit, call them. Just make sure you're getting support. And that's why we're here in exactly the same process we're teaching on this podcast. We're giving you support and assistance to learn about growing your salon, even without you being a client. That's the same framework that is a, a marketing, tried and true, tested principle. If you educate people and you give them information, the right people will become attracted to you and the right people will inquire about you instead of you having to do the chasing. We got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, the other two big mistakes that people make uh, when recruiting from local schools. We'll be right back after the short commercial break. Hey, HPSA listeners. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? Well, with Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, Salon Scale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the ground. As you mix, Salon Scale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time. So you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale the new standard for mixing color. Welcome back. We're chatting right now about what are the five biggest mistakes uh, that that salon owners make when recruiting from local schools. And we talked about the biggest mistake, which is that they, um, uh, that they try and when recruiting, the biggest mistake when recruiting is they try and find somebody that's already ready to go versus have a plan to launch people from beauty schools. And Doug, you've said over and over again, uh, one of the best things you guys do is you have a plan to develop new talent to move into amazing talent that worked with you for a long term, as opposed to trying to like bring in somebody who's already got their own book of business. Like, do you happen all the time? People are like, if I just hired five new incredible stylists, I'd have an amazing salon and it'd be fantastic until they leave and go work for another salon company. So when you train people up from scratch and you are the training organization, you will have a better flow. Just to recap what we're talking about, if you're just tuning in is, um, 
Uh, number one, people call schools in a panic saying, hey, I need people. Number two is they call and say, what do you want me to teach? Because I'm an incredible teacher. I'll teach anything as opposed to having a specific uh, uh, thing that you can teach. And then thirdly, uh, you sell the salon too hard. You walk in the school and you just say, our salon is amazing. You should come to work for us. Thank you, pay me. You know what I mean? Like you have that type of attitude where you're the only option and make sure you present yourself as the other option. Doug, you were just mentioning uh, another thing that was going on, another mistake that people make when they go into into schools. What was that? And so, I mean, I think it's a really good idea as the owner or have people on your lead team go in and get services at the school. Yeah, but oh, that's a great point. Is go in yeah. and like audition talent that way and like see how right. some... And, You'll be able to observe not only the person who's getting a service done, but the uh, the those around. Um, and what what service do you recommend as an easy service? You're probably not going and getting a color from a brand new student. What service would you recommend? No, I mean like going going and getting a blowout or going and getting a pedicure. You know things yeah. that aren't going to be a perm. You know, a haircut and a color. Yeah, it's a little tougher. Um, you know you can make your call on that. But the, I think the problem with that is there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. The way not to do it is that you call and say, hey, this is uh, Doug Campbell. I own the Penton House Salon and Day Spa, and I want to come in and get an appointment with your best person. That would be the way not to do it. Because mm. you may get the yeah, I'm the owner, and I like to come meet mm -hmm. with your best person. So that, that's mistake number you, four, is announcing, your, okay. announcing yourself, making it a big deal, and saying I'm, in, I'm interested in I'm looking for people. It's a lot of pressure. Right. Yeah. Cause now you freaked out the person that is going to be doing your service and it's going to, you, you got a bad taste with whoever you booked the appointment with too. And they're like, you know, this person think they are. So instead just book like you're a normal person and go in and, you know, have it. So it, maybe you're not with the best person, but you get the opportunity to look around and talk. And the thing is you start talking to the, that person about them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, asking them questions, building that rapport yeah. with them. Who you are as a salon owner is going to probably come up in the conversation somewhere, uh, which is perfectly fine when it comes up that way, as opposed to you announcing it. So, but yeah, you know, you to go in there. Just get, it's not about me. It's not about recruiting. It's just about you know what do you love about this? You know, what, tell me your story. You know why are you, why are you getting into hair? What are you yeah. hoping to get out of it? And just build that that story with them, with that thing because and. Students need people to work on, and so why go in there and let them work on you so the school feels good about it? And here's the other little secret about that is that you're paying for the service. The school owner likes you a whole lot more because yeah. you're coming in regular and paying for services instead of calling them up and saying, you know, this is what I need you to do for me, Mr. Salon owner or Miss Salon, I mean, Miss uh, School owner or Mr. School owner. So mm -hmm. you're going in, your staff's going in. So now then you're good clients of the school, the right. people on the school, the staff, they like you, the, the people there get to know you, find out you're a real person. And so any rumors they may or may not have heard about your salon is that well, that don't seem true. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I met Doug. That's not, that's not who he is. Right. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's a super good way of, of going in and getting that done. And I think, you know, that's a great, that's a great tip, man. I don't know that we've talked about that very much. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, I you used to do a ton of work with massage envy and they were always looking for therapists. And I saw, you know, in our Facebook group for the Academy, somebody's like, I got to hire a new massage therapist, massage therapist, massage therapist. And what they would do is they're like, all right, well, they'll do an audition massage. But if you're like, Hey, I'm just going to make it a point as a salon owner to go get a massage you know, once a month or twice a month from new talent at the local beauty school who's doing massages. That's a great way. Like, hey, what got you into this? How have you been doing it? And like, they don't need to know it's an audition for a job. 
right? Yeah. And you might, you know, and again, I love what you said, like, don't make it be focused on you. Like, hello, I just want to introduce myself. I'm the salon owner uh, down the street. I'm the salon. I have the salon and spa, whatever. Uh, pressure's on. Better make this a good massage, yeah. right? But just being able to like, if you're like on a regular basis, you go in to just see what talent's doing. Like you said, manicure, pedicure, uh, massage, blowout, and just get the feel and like spend some time there. And again, if you want to talk about building that relationship up with that school, great way to do it. That's a, that's a hot tip, man. I really appreciate that one. That's a great one. By the yeah, way, if that was yeah, helpful, there, 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 say hot tip in the chat. If that was a good hot one. And then, yeah, there's also the, the conversation you have there, there again, is that, that, you're, that you're not, even once they find out you're a salon owner, just talk about the industry in general of things yeah. that could help them along the way. Let them come to you. Don't chase them down. And I think the, yeah. the fifth thing that I think people do of, that's a little bit of a mistake is when they try to like, like we're big fans of the donut drop, you know, just go by. Uh, just, and that was going to say when we said fifth, I'm like, that was the one I was talking about also was gifts. So keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. So whenever you bring something by, because you, you, you can you know, send lunch to them, you can send donuts, yeah. you can do a lot of these things. I mean, I know during COVID it got a little tricky, uh, but it's definitely opened back up now. You can drop those things off. And the thing is you drop them off with no strings attached. Yeah. That is part of that continuing thing where you just send you it build to build a relationship. We said, we just right. dropped and, off some bagels for you. We brought right. coffee by, and by the way, food bribes can get to anybody. Can I just say that? Like if, and by the way, just drop off some Krispy Kreme donuts, some Dunkin' Donuts, some, you know, Noah's bagels. We're talking $20 worth of something that you can send yeah. massive a, value. So it's a no ask opportunity there. So you yeah. got to remember, so when you drop it off, here's some donuts. And by the way, I'd like to come in and, and try to recruit some people from your school. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. And that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the mistake there is that people say, okay, here's the thing. And then I make it an obvious bribe by saying, I'm going to give you this. And now I want this. Yeah. Just put it out there. Just make somebody's day. They came in, maybe they've had a bad day and they find this nice, you know, cool donut or bagel or whatever you're going to send in there and then, well who did this oh well you know xyz salon dropped this off what do they want no. <clears throat> well Same i was gonna thing. say I, i've seen people take like uh, and i i think this is okay I've seen people take like a sticker. They've got stickers made for their salon and they'll mm -hmm. put it on top of the Krispy Kreme box or they'll put it on there. Mm -hmm. But again, I think the important part is like the branding part is okay. And I think this yep. is it yep. with branding. You want to stay top of mind. But I think what happens is like, notice this difference. One is I drop off brochures about how incredible our salon is, you know, oh, a recruiting right. brochure or something like that versus I drop off a bunch of bagels with our salon sticker on the side of it. Right. And again, yep. no expectation drop. Just like, hey, just want to come and give you a gift. You know, I used to work in radio advertising and the the um, the people who would always get to the DJs were the ones who came with food bribes. Like that was the thing is they would come and drop off. They're like, oh, we brought you, you know, a whole sandwich platter. We brought you Krispy Kreme donuts, whatever. And the DJs would be like, come on back, bring it back. Right. They would always say, you know, like bring it in. But the people who would come and they'd come in the door and they'd be like, I want to talk to the DJ. I want to see what's going on. They're like, nope, stay back. Like get away, you know, like it was this whole thing. And I think that's what people don't understand is if you can drop off, and again, it is a level of a bribe, but it's like a no expectation bribe. It's like, if you just put it on your calendar, and it's why we, we've done trainings on like, how do you create a, a calendar for going and visiting schools? Sometimes you just go and drop things off. Sometimes you go in and get services. And then sometimes you go in and teach and you work on that cycle. And that's what it takes to build up a good relationship with a salon or excuse me, with a school is as a salon is you go in and you kind of have that frequency of interactions, because not just you, like you said up front, this panic call. It's about controlling the narrative inside the school because there is a narrative about your salon. Right. Uh, so if you're, if you're doing those things, you're controlling the narrative about it. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I know it, people just like, 
it's so hard for them just to drop something off without dropping off their recruiting flyer or something. It's like, right. don't like we're hiring right now, just so you know, right. Just, just drop them yeah. off and say, have a great day. Yeah. Uh, it'll go way further. Right. Buy them lunch and say, have a great day. There well, again, they're going to chase you instead yeah. of them feeling like they're being chased. Th think about this. Valentine's day just came up, right? Like Valentine's day. So like if I screw up and I buy my wife flowers, <laughs> right. Versus a random drop of flowers. Anytime I feel like it, it's a very different scenario. And like, you know, I try to, if I see something pretty flowers, I'll grab some pretty flowers for my wife and drop them off. And she'll be like, Oh, what's, what are the flowers for? And I'm like, not ah, just cause I saw them and I thought they were pretty. That goes a million miles further than like, it's Valentine's day. Here's your flowers. Which I did get her for anyway, but, or I screwed up. Here's flowers. Right. And again, because it's like, oh, I want something. I want your forgiveness. I want your acceptance. I want whatever. But to make it on the same thing is I want staff. I want this. And by the way, I do have a sixth bonus tip on here that I know we talk about sometimes. We talk about the five mistakes. I don't know if this is a mistake or more of just like a, a bonus tip, Doug. But you've said this one before, and I think it's really powerful, is send your leadership team and staff in to go talk about your salon or interact with the school instead of just sending the owner in all the time. This is one of the tips that I think we've get, we've given out before that is is super like fire because it's one thing for you like Doug Campbell or your wife Alice to go in and say we're the owners of Penthouse Salon here come check us out and do this thing which again we said don't go in that way, but if you had a graduate who graduated from that school and came to your salon and they can go back into that salon and teach a class or go do the donut drops or whatever. They already know the campus, the, the location, they know the, the faculty, they can build a better relationship and are probably gonna go back and be like, hey, Miss So-and-so and hey, Mr. So-and-so, like, good to see you. I'm just dropping off the stuff from Penthouse today. I wanna come in and say hi and meet some of your students. Like, they're gonna have a much better relationship with that school if you have, like, ideally, it's somebody who came from that school. But if you can't have somebody who came from the school, then at least one better is one of your stylists is like, oh yeah, I work over at that salon. We just want to come drop this off. Even just helping more than the owner have a relationship with the school is have your leadership, your staff, or your um, your graduates from that school continue to build a relationship with that local school. That is money. Like that is a huge, huge tip that I want you guys to get. If you think that would be ridiculously uh, powerful, do me a favor and type powerful in the chat. And by the way, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of today's show. I know I always ask, like, did you get value? Was this helpful? These conversations that we have during the podcast are just little snippets into the trainings that we do inside our regular High Performance Salon Academy. And these are like kind of quick overviews. So if you wanna go in more depth and more detail and you wanna brainstorm with somebody to help you grow your salon, do me a favor and drop a comment and say, I'm ready to grow in the comment section. And uh, somebody from our team will reach out to you and we'll make sure that we can get connected with you and help you grow your salon because we just think that there's too many people struggling to recruit right now. They're not doing it right and we need to solve that problem. And hopefully this podcast helps solve that for you. Doug, anything you wanna say as we wrap up, buddy? I think that's the thing. It, it just, I think the biggest takeaway is learn how to be chased and not be the chaser. Your that's results will go way, way up. So. Yeah. Well said. So that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's podcast. Do me a favor. If you like today, uh, stick around for other podcasts just like this. We'd love to connect with you, work with you, and help serve you if we're the right fit. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye for now. Later. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.